Welcome back to another episode of Black Shadows Podcast. We're here with Stephen Moyles. He is a videographer based out of NYC. His videos are jaw-dropping with twist and turn edits that you want to become an artist to get a video from him. Yo, this is Steve Moyles, and I'm excited to sit down with him today. What's going on, Steve? Good, was good. Thank you for the intro, man. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Yo, like over the past couple of years, I've been just seeing your stuff, and each video is like different from the next. I've never seen any type of edits like yours, man. So, I remember the first video I seen of yours was the uh, the the baby rolling loud stuff. Oh yeah, and I that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That was crazy itself because you had the whole little 360 camera. Never seen nobody with that. And just the way you was cutting and, like, having it, like, him falling to, like, the edits and stuff. It was crazy, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, that, that, that's a, it's a crazy backstory to that one, too. So that's, that's, that's crazy that you fucked down hurry. We going to get into all of that because I'm interested in all these stories you got, man. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, where where are you originally from? So I was actually born in DR, Dominican Republic, for like two months, and then my parents came over to the U.S. So I've been here ever since. But um, I'm located now and grew up in New York, Harlem, New York slash uh, South Bronx. Um, and yeah, that's where I currently reside now is in Harlem. Yeah, I've been in New York a few times, man. I can't, I can't get with the cold. I, I always be like, yeah, I'm gonna come up there, and then it always hit winter, fall, and I be like, yeah, y'all gonna have to catch me in like May. <laughs> I'll be back, May. <laughs> uh, really, it's horrible. The cold is so bad. Oh, I'm still not used to it. Yo, I seen y'all had snow out there today. I was like, heck no. It we had like probably just like some little snow on our uh windshield the other day and i said whoa 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 who who when, when did it snow we need to talk about this before it just happened and then it started hailing and i'm like people up north was just looking at my story like yo if you don't shut the hell up <laughs> <laughs> that's slight shit just shut the hell up <laughs> nah it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy today too, especially. I didn't even know it was gonna snow as much as it did, and then once I seen it, it was like predicting twelve to fifteen inches of snow. I was like, "Holy shit!" All right. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, so you like a person that fucks with the cold, mm -hmm. or you kind of can go with or without it? Nah, I'm more. I like I like warm weather really, but um, uh, I'm, okay. I, I guess I could put up with <laughs> like you know, it's like I'm used yeah. to it at this point. But yeah, 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 yeah. Shoot. So what? What was life growing up like? Like, how was you like in schools? Like, like what was your interest when you was growing up? Crazy. My whole life, up to like maybe my last year of college or even after college, I was really just into like sports all the way through. A whole bunch of basketball. Um, I would play a little bit of baseball and then volleyball in high school, and then. I was really into like business, like business, and like either either having my own business or Wall Street suit and tie, you know, that whole spectrum of things. That was like like my my interest all the way up to like college. Even in college, I was like that was like my focus until like my last two years, where everything sort of started, everything started like switching up, 
from that point. So yeah, I watched the documentary, man. Uh, that that was crazy. Just how the Snapchat story and everything. Like, uh, if y'all haven't checked out his documentary, it's on his YouTube page. And basically, like his uh senior year in college, like he started printing out like hella flyers and everything of uh. His Snapchat, uh, what's that called? The snap uh, code, I think, is the QR code. Yeah, and he started posting that everywhere, and his his Snapchat just started going up. Then he started promoting parties. He was like a little celeb, like, and he got clips and everything from way back then that y'all need to go check that out because it was just crazy to kind of see how that whole thing was. Because uh, you said you was inspired by uh, DJ Khaled's the like how he was doing back in the day with the yeah. keys. It, it was crazy is what's crazy or well, super side note. Those are actually not documentary. Those are like blogs that I have that approach, but it's a great honor for you to even say the documentary. Cause that means I'm doing the, I'm doing something right with them. <laughs> yeah, nah, I definitely looked at them a few times. I I looked I looked at it when it first came out like a few times. Then I relooked at it again like last night, and it just t- tells your whole backstory and gives like that whole whole hometown feel. And everybody was like just giving like like you know it's it's not it's not like normal was well, normal but. Your friends don't really tell you all the good shit about you. They talk shit, you yeah. know. They they'll say good things behind your back or whatever. And you know, all your friends on there was just saying like, "Yo, he was going up, like he was doing this, that, and the third. And it was so such kind words, and it wasn't being forced. And you know, it was just telling like how you went up, and like you was just doing you. And it it was a it was a great story, man. I you definitely put them videos together like well. Like when I tell you, like it, it was like a docu series to me. Yeah. No, that's 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 perfect because I was like the intent. It was like how can I? Because I've always been, I've always wanted to do um vlogs, just 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 experiment with longer content on YouTube. But I've always like like I took my time with it because I didn't want to like like create things like every other vlogger the same styles, the same angles and, and concepts. So finally I came up with something like, ho- hopefully I could give every episode will be like how I got to this point of my career, all the way dating back through college. Yeah. I felt like college was a good starting point. And then from there, every episode sort of like, oh, I've only done two of them, but um, yeah, the third episode is going to continue, but it's like like sort of how everything started. And my journey as I as I make it, so, 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 yeah, and like you put it out at the perfect time, like right in the middle of COVID when everybody was just about to start losing their yeah. mind, and it, it's like you gave like that one thing that we could look at and feel like inspired and be like, okay, like we got to keep pushing regardless of the circumstance, like. COVID's been a crazy thing, man. How how you been getting through it? Yeah, man. COVID, shit. COVID at first was like fucking everything up. I'm pretty sure like everyone else. I don't know if we could curse. I'm sorry. Nah, go ahead, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it fucked everything up because it slew down all concerts, live shows, artists in general, um, in the entertainment field. So 
it was like, how am I going to make money now? Because I do it full time. So I'm like, yeah. I got to sort of pivot and figure out a you know a different way to make um money at the end of the day. And then luckily I got saved by editing. I'm an editor first. Mm-hmm. So what people started doing yeah. is reaching out to me. They, they would shoot footage in their home in their hometown and they would send me footage and then I'll edit them. So that became oh, so that dope. became sort of a side hustle for the first two, three months where it was just like a shit ton of artists would just like send me their footage and I'll cut it up. That's in the back. And that pretty much carried me through for the you know, the beginning months. That's dope as hell, yeah. I didn't even think about people that can just do straight editing because I think that's where I messed up at it. Like, I I do video, but then I don't really do video because it's like I I can do, like, documentary-type stuff where it's just cut, you know, the cuts, the straight cuts, but the effects and stuff, I don't really know how to do that. And I just kind of be like, yeah, if you want a music video, don't come to me. (laughs) But that's that's like I I gotta kind of remember like it's it's like people are good at certain stuff and we all gotta kind of work together to make everything yeah. work. Like, cause it's people that only do color, it's people that do color and edits, mm-hmm. and we all gotta like work together. But that's dope as hell that you was able to find like another source, like because I know people was losing their minds at the beginning. Especially, like, that was right around March, Rolling Loud, all these little summer concerts was coming yeah. up and everything. Then, yeah, when they said, yeah, it's going to be shut down till July, I was like, y'all, it's not going to be shut down till July. Give it, like, two <laughs> weeks. We're going to get back at it. Like, And now I'm like, damn, it's February now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we still in it. Like, it's crazy. It's like, I really thought they was crazy for saying July. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> I couldn't but be- it took me months to even believe what was going on. I was like, this ain't really happening. Is this really that serious? And then month month after month after month after month. There- once I started seeing that everyone that was working a job had to stay home and even the NBA stopped. I know that sounds bad, but it took me it took me to the NBA stopping for me yep. to be like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> this is real. Literally, that's when I was like, oh, no no, LeBron, no, like, yeah. oh, y'all serious, serious. I was like, whoa, okay, yeah. all right. And then when they came up with the bubble idea, I was like, oh, eh, y'all, wow, yeah. this is crazy, crazy. Like, the whole world has changed, and I'm just kind of like, I really can't wait till it gets back to normal. But now it's like, what, what is it? the, what, it, yeah. Like, I don't know, but I really can't wait till, you know, you can be out at the clubs. Like, yeah. you know, I take COVID serious, but I, like, I was such an introvert person at the beginning of this. Like, never wanted to go to clubs, never wanted to go to the bars. Yeah. And now, I'm like, shoot, I want to go to the club. <laughs> <laughs> never in my life was I that type of person. But COVID just made it to where it's like you had no choice and now you like oh i wish i could yeah. go but just yeah, it's be crazy, social man. you know what i'm saying just to just to speak to new people or catch new vibes and it's yeah. gonna be real interesting once things get back to uh i guess the new normal 
once things get relatively yeah. normal and everyone is going to be outside, everybody's going to want to go out and it's going to be real interesting that, that era of everyone outside, everyone doing things, shows, you know, open mics, concerts. So we're going to see. Yeah, man, like, my one thing is I'm like, okay, I'm struggling right now, like, but I, I was mostly on the go doing concert to concert, just traveling between, like, the three little small cities in North Carolina, and um, I'm like, I'm struggling being inside, and I'm just like, you know, you guys, like, I might be struggling, but I'm also thinking, like, dang, the people that are, you know, like, sober, and they have to stay in the house all day and deal with, like, not going back to being addicted to something. I'm like, yo, like, I really pray for the day type of mental health because, mm -hmm. you know, being in the house all day and, like, it's like your job is now remote, so you really being in the house. Yeah. Like, your family might not be around. And I'm like, yo, that's just a crazy type of, you know, just isolated and i i know people are struggling with that so i just send my prayers out to them with that one because i'm like yo it's really just shut shut down you know yeah it's crazy it's, it's something that uh yeah because i'm pretty sure like uh suicide and all those type of all those type of cases have probably risen during this time period because it's like how how can you get away from you know your yeah. struggles and everything you've been going through. So definitely prayers to everyone out there that, that that's, you know, struggling mentally for sure. Yeah. How, how do you deal with mental health with, you know, being full-time uh, entrepreneur and with like also dealing with like the business side and just keeping like business and creativity like separate, but you mm -hmm. know, still keeping everything together like how do you like deal with it mentally yeah it, i mean it's a it's a it's extreme hurdles it's like levels to it because it's like at first i didn't know how to bl how, i didn't know how to sort of separate the two it was all like i'm just creating and i'm making money by but mm -hmm. your mental starts to get a little bit taxed with time because now you're creating to make money every single time and if that doesn't work you start second-guessing your creative ability. Like, am I as good as I thought I was? Or should I be getting better? Am I not good anymore because I'm not making as much money as I was maybe last month or last couple months? So, like, that, that you know, that parallel was a huge hurdle at first. And then once you overcome that, then you reach this level of, like, I should be making more money or maybe I should be doing more. And then you, you're almost, like, never satisfied. And your yeah. mind just keeps, like, playing games the whole time. And you got to sort of tell yourself, like, this is just a marathon. No matter what you do, you, you have to just keep sort of getting better little by little, day by day. If it's, it, if it's the business side or if it's just the creative side, you know, understand you're going to have your lows. You're going to have your highs. But as long as you can stay even kill and just stay steady, improving day by day, then everything will sort of, like, work itself out. Um and that's what I learned the last couple of years is just sort of staying level-headed. No what? Mm -hmm. Just stay level-headed. Because I, I have creator, like creator block, uh, cre I guess video block. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> a creative uh, a video block all the time, you know. And, and when it does happen, I'm like, damn, how can I keep, you know, 
I gotta post something on the gram or on socials or you know, I have to I have to keep up with what I've made in the past and I just take it easy, you know, I just keep getting inspired, keep pushing forward and things start to work itself out for sure. Who uh do you look for for uh like inspiration and or and do you like listen to podcasts, audio? Like what do you go to for inspiration? Well, I mean really as of late, as of like the last I wanna say three, four months, I've been just watching movies. Um, I've never really been, ironically enough, I've never been a big movie guy. Um and now that I'm a video uh person and a video creative I love watching movies because now I'm looking at it in a more technical standpoint. Like, oh, how, why did he shoot this way? Or, you know, the colors they're using and the angles and the timing and the pace and the cuts. Everything, I'm studying it as I watch, and that's helping me become a better uh, director and cinematographer and editor. So really just movies now. And in the past, it's just been music. Music gives me my biggest inspiration, just like new music production, um. Yeah, pretty much along the along the, uh, along the lines of those three things, really helped me get inspired. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can understand. Like movies is crazy. What what time period movies do you like fuck with the most? I mean, it's either between doc docu type style, the documentary style, uh-huh. or I think they're called drama. Maybe. Yeah, dramas. Yeah. There might be dramas that really get me. Um, I forgot uh, the other genre. It was is drama, documentary, and there's one more that I that that for some reason I keep watching these type of movies and they get me like super inspired <laughs> for some reason. But yeah, those. What's one movie that's like left you like wow? This is a great movie. Like who is the director? Like like what's one movie that was like dang. Oh my god! I just watched it. Uh, what's the name of this shit? It's by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, mm-hmm. What's it? No, it might have been. It might have been a lot. It might have been. Um, uh, I forgot his name. Wow. Scorsese. That is Scorsese. Um, uh huh. Yeah, he crazy. He, with it. Ah, let me do a, a nasty with it. But Scorsese, I forgot what movie it was. Was it uh Inception? It might be Inception. Inception. Uh, I I feel like I know. Like, is that what it did? Have Jamie Foxx in it, or am I thinking of something? No, nah, I don't got Jamie in it. Um, I got the cat though. Okay. Um, I forgot it, but for sure, a movie that. Well, I guess my favorite movie I could say it confidently now is The Wolf of Wall Street. See, everybody been telling me about that for years, and I still have not been able to check it out. Oh, you have to. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. Because for me, it's like a blend of all the things I'm interested in in a movie, and then you mm-hmm. you 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 add a great director with a great actor in Leonardo, and it's just like. A home run for me, man. This is, that movie always gets me like super inspired to create immediately. And yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out because you're not the first person. Everybody been telling me about that movie, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like, Pulp, 
so many other ones that is like, why haven't you seen that yet? And I, I keep being like, yeah, I'm gonna get into it. I promise. And then it'll be like another year go by and somebody else will say it. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna get into it. I promise you, I'm gonna get into it and never do. So I'm gonna definitely have to check that out, especially like this weekend. I ain't got nothing going on. So I'm gonna definitely check it out. Um, Backing up to the business side of it, do you um do contracts with your like when you work with an artist or anybody? Yeah, well, I just started literally this year for, in 2021. Before, I never did contracts, I would just do very like an email, hey, this is what you want, cool, and then keep it pushing from there. And I, I started noticing like I gotta have some form of contract, even if it's a video agreement just that both parties can understand, like, this is what I'm delivering, this is the time I'm going to take, and this is how much you're going to pay, this is when you're going to pay, and then both parties sign, and then, you know, there's some type of uh, agreement now. Yeah, I've been noticing, like, lately, like, especially, like, with how the times are, how they are with COVID and everything, like, I've been noticing how important a contract is because especially if you're full time with doing it, like you're banking on that person to, you know, be about their word and show yeah. up. And if they don't, then you out. Yeah. You know, you got equipment, you got all this stuff that you pay for. And if you're banking on the person, like, and they just flake out and say, oh, yeah, I don't want to do it no more. Oh, yeah, my money tight. Like, that leaves you mm -hmm. out. And, you know, I've always been weird about contracts and stuff just because I don't want people, you know, you don't want, you you get that feeling like you don't want people to think like you holding them up or you trying to do like some, oh, yeah, like sign all of this is all of these lines and stuff that you probably not going to read. You're probably going to sign it. Yeah. They say, oh, yeah, I'm going to cancel. And you like, well, in that thing, say if you cancel, I still keep the security deposit and they come with you with the, you know, nonsense. You feel bad, yeah. but it's like, you know, you got to on our side it's like you we get left with nothing you know exactly. and so yeah that's crazy yeah i definitely been seeing like the importance of a contract so how did you go about like did you get like a template or did you kind of make your own rules because i know a lot of people have questions about contracts and stuff yeah i mean really my my girl rosie she's the one that really um did it for me like i i've been wanting to do it and mm -hmm. then she was like, I got you. And then she came like a couple hours later, she just emailed me the, the contact and she was like, you like this? And I was like, damn, I don't know where she got it from. I don't know how she <laughs> cooked it up. I'm guessing it was like sort of um, a generalized um, template from online. And then obviously you rework a couple yeah. things and change, add your logo and make it more personalized to the brand. But yeah, that was the... Dang, shout out to Rosie, man. We're going to have her on the podcast in a week or two. Right. She a dope photographer, man. We're going to have her on the podcast, too. Yeah, as visuals, add that. <laughs> but um, Yeah, man, like, she is dope with the shit. She got some presets and everything for y'all. Yeah, man, she's super dope. But, but, um, yeah, so that's pretty much how we came up with that. What was your introduction to photo and video? So, I mean, I really don't do much photos. I, I, for some reason, I suck at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I suck at it. 
But video, um, it's crazy because when I, when I, after the whole college thing and passing out Snapchat flyers and getting like clout through that, through there, as soon as I graduated, um, I, I didn't know what to do full time. I didn't want to get a job. At the moment, I didn't know video. I, didn't, I, I wasn't doing video yet. And I entered sort of a, a stage of depression because my parents was on my ass to getting a job. And I was telling them I didn't want a job. I wanted to do my own thing. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I, like through the middle of this depression, I started doing like, I started just painting. That was like my way of sort of self uh self-expressing myself at the moment i never really painted either i just started painting on shirts painting on canvases i just threw colors on a board i was just doing random colors on a on a on a, on a canvas and i picked up a vlogging camera that my friend had and i started sort of like vlogging myself more officially like before i would vlog myself with a phone through snapchat but then mm-hmm. I, I got like a little canon g7x which is my first camera and i started playing with it um, and editing my own videos with an iMovie. And something about that ex- that experience felt amazing to me. Like just shooting something, editing it, and that that that, that version of um, self-expressing myself felt so pure and so like just, I don't even know how to explain it, but it felt so good to me that I, I kept doing it. I was like, I like this feeling. And about a, a month later, um, I started falling in love with it, started YouTubing, you know, tutorials and try to, you know, try to get better at it. And then that was pretty much the intro to video. It was just like doing it just to self-express through my depression. And it helped me get out of my depression. That's dope. It, it kind of pushed you. That's what you got excited about at the mm-hmm. moment. Because, yeah, going through depression is like you could do everything on an everyday basis and still not feel inspired mm-hmm. but it'd be that one piece of the puzzle where you start playing with it and you like it's self-satisfying to you yeah man so, so that's really dope so you started off with iMovie yeah so what uh software do you prefer nowadays because i know there's a whole lot of them now and Everybody got their reasons for what they use yeah well i i i still stick with final cut man i love final cut and I picked I picked up Final Cut because I'm um, Apple gives you iMovie Final yep. Cut. Well, I already had a version of uh, Final Cut on my computer, so I just sort of jumped on the Final Cut Final Cut wave, and it worked out for me. I, like I love I love the layout. It was pretty simple for me to learn, and yeah, never really altered from there. I am trying to learn though. Uh, Adobe After Effects, so I can start creating, you know, more stuff. But Final Cut is definitely gonna be my my go to forever. I feel. Yeah, it's kind of what you like come into it. That what you come into and you learn first. That's what you kind of stick with. And it's nothing wrong with that, cause yeah, your videos, shoot, yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> like your videos is crazy, man. Like your shit is next level. Appreciate that, man. I mean, like, that shit is crazy. That, yeah, I don't think you understand. I'll, I can't even tell you how many people I put on to you. They like, yo, he's my favorite. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, man, go follow, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that means the world for real, man. Like, 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 just because, like, people ha- people didn't see the amount of hours and days of struggling. You know what I'm saying? The, the struggles of yeah, 
or almost giving up and like, you know, up at five o'clock in the morning trying to learn something new and, you know, all those hours finally add up and then start to become what they become now. But for me, it was just like, ah, it's about time people like really like it. Because it's like, yeah, sometimes you gonna... get too caught up. Yeah. Even today, I don't think I'm good yeah. enough. Like, like I, I feel like ah, I gotta, I gotta do better. Like, I gotta be better. I gotta create cooler shit. And that the artists and everybody just makes it like a perfectionist thing. But yeah, yeah I, I realize like online like we'll look at a video and we'll say it's dope and we forget to like you know put it on our stories or we forget to like it and we just put it as a mental note like oh that shit was dope and you know i've learned over the last couple of years because i i went through that where it's like doubting or you might get like low likes and i it, you had this be like you know i'm okay with it mm -hmm. i like yeah. it but I realized, like, we got to start telling each other more, like, yo, that shit dope as fuck, because that that, that means the world to people. And if you, like, if you fuck with they shit, it's going to make them feel like they, you know, that somebody actually appreciates it instead of, you yeah. know, we look at it and we be like, oh, it's dope, and we export it. But just hearing somebody else that actually knows, like, oh, he probably put in three, four, five, six hours of editing, he did that. He cut that part out for that to be going through the cell phone. Yeah. Like, like, like that makes you be like, damn, they, they see that. <laughs> That's like, okay, like, I appreciate it. It's coming from a real place. Like, yo, shit is dope, That's man. That's real. That's real. That's so real. And I appreciate you endlessly. Like, you, I don't think you understand it. <laughs> That's boosting my whole energy. Though. It's, my, it's my birthday month, too, so I'm already hyped. Hey, turn up you Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't know too much about y'all. Y'all very mysterious, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I swear, every every time I meet an Aquarius, I kinda try to catch their vibe. Like I know a Scorpio when I see one. I know a Sag when I see one, but Aquarius, I just be like, I don't know what month you are. <laughs> I really can't tell. It was really mysterious, but shit. Happy birthday. Happy early birthday, man. I hope you turn up. Hopefully, like, you get to turn up with your friends in a safe environment, no, man. No, I appreciate that for sure. No problem. Like, so when you first started creating videos outside of just doing it for yourself, like, what kind of videos was you making and, like, who was you doing it for? Crazy enough, two months, two months after starting... Um, I got hit up by a marijuana media company from Toronto called Herbs. And, uh, yeah, the CEO hit me up and, and a couple people that worked in the company. I reached out because they, they loved the style of editing that I was putting out, which I couldn't believe it because it was two months into me creating. Um, but, yeah, I started doing work for them. It was, it was, I mean, it wasn't really much money. It was like $100 a month I was making. It was hey something is nice yeah like something that was nothing but they they wanted me to, to to create content for their for their brand so that was like just like little snackable like weed content it was in the beginning um and then from there it segued to my first like client which was an artist he was like yo bro i love your work i want you to make content for me on a monthly you know 
on a monthly like throughout the year monthly and that was like my first like official bag essentially yeah. and job yeah so it took a while but i didn't get paid probably nine months ten months after starting so those first mm-hmm. 10 11 months is definitely a struggle but uh we made it through somehow <laughs> And what what year was this? This again? was twenty seventeen? Twenty twenty no, twenty eighteen. I started twenty seventeen, but it was like the last two months of twenty seventeen and uh-huh. since twenty eighteen. That's crazy. Cause yeah, like I, I know I seen that baby video twenty nineteen <laughs> at the end of twenty like nineteen. And that's just crazy the progression and everything like in that one year and then it's so much progression and stuff that you done did in this year too Yo. and i'm like damn like this how you know shit is really meant for you because like shit don't just happen like that like people done been doing photography for years and don't even get hit up like even though they was paying you a hundred dollars a month you know people don't get hit up by companies you yeah. know and then it's just like people might get a video here and there, but then you got a person that was like, "I want you to do stuff for me, month." Yeah, it's. I I I, I mean I pray to God. Every funny, I, I've always been spiritual, but I've never been like a big prayer. And second, yeah. I found video. I started praying more and more because I started seeing like, I think God gave me this. He was like, "Yo, this is what your passion is gonna be," and. It almost became like a light to me. Like I, everything, be, like my my life sort of started clicking. Everything started clicking, and opportunity. And and the more I was, the more I prayed, and had faith, the more just opportunities kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. Like to the point that every night that I would pray, the next day would be a big opportunity. And I'm like, yo, this is getting out of hand. Like I, it almost felt like God was talking to me directly. Like. I'll be like, God, thank you, you know, for keeping me, you know, consistent. I'm going to keep trying to get better. And then I would wake up the next morning and I'll have a DM by like, Chicklet was like that. Like when, when I when I did the whole Chicklet Mileni, um gig, he just DM'd me back mm-hmm. that same day. And I was like, whoa. Mind you, he has like two point something million at the time followers. So it's like, like how the hell did he yeah. open my DM out of all the DMs that he could have possibly opened? So everything, yes, yeah, stepping into your purpose, man. Yeah, man. Sure. So, like crazy. That's yeah, that's crazy. Cause I've heard stories like this from millionaires and stuff, where it's just like, yeah, I told a joke one day. Like I, I listened to Kevin Hart books. I don't know how many times, and he he said like, yes, you know, he somebody said, oh, you're funny, and he was like, oh, I'm funny. And he went to, like, the comedy club. He won uh, $50. And then one thing happened after another. And, you know, he kept just working hard. And it's like, you know, he he thought he was about to be a shoe salesman. Like, he wanted to work for Nike and be, like, a regional person. And it's like, dang, you know, stepping into your purpose and just doing something that feels good for you. And you can just release through that, like... Mm -hmm stepping into it like it'll it'll make your whole world change and you like i don't give a fuck if i'm getting paid or not you know like yeah i i, I need money but shoot i i'll do this because i love it 100 
And that's just crazy. Yeah. Like, that's I always said it like if I was rich, I would do video for free and just and just choose the ones that I that I'm interested in. Like, yeah. you know, because the, the fulfillment doesn't come from the money; it's just the 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 the, the ability to create. It's what really fulfills me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like people, like I, you know, at the beginning of episode number two of your thing, you have put like uh the conversation between you and a family member where you was like i don't want to work for nobody i want to work for myself and they was like well you're gonna fail and like they just kept saying that and you just kept saying you i want to work for myself like you know that that hit deep because i done had conversations like that with family members with friends and they will try to knock you off what wherever you're going because they like they they don't see it for themselves so they 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 want to be like oh yeah like we need to go ahead and knock this idea or dream like but that it it hit deep when i watched that because it was just kind of like well damn like okay i'm not the only person that goes through this and i'm glad like you was able to get that recording because i'm like yo that that sounded like how it is at my damn family house like for real like and it it's like you really got to be in your core like this is what I want to do because if not conversations like this will whole lot stare you off and whole lot make you like insecure about even telling somebody like oh yeah I want to do arts for a living like I want to do this because I love it and like they they'll rather ha- have you working a 9 to 5 mm-hmm. for the next 40 years then you be happy, do what you do, and make your own time and money. Yeah, like, that was a crazy part for episode number two. Yep. like, and that's what like episode number two. It really like went deep for me because I was just like, yo, like, like it was crazy, man. And I'm I'm just glad that you showed that part because yeah, like everybody. I I now that I've talked to so many like creators and stuff like a lot of people go through that and nobody believes in them at the beginning. And then when they start making money, it's like, Oh yeah, I always believe. Yeah. How about you come to my party? Bring the camera. Yeah. Bring the camera. Yo, (laughs) at first, like, and it's funny because when it was happening, it was like a thing. I think it was Thanksgiving. And I knew this Mm -hmm. talk was coming because I still didn't have a job. I was, you know, trying to create and, and nobody was really jacking it and once once i saw that the energy in the room was like geared towards me and they were gonna start with this like yo why are you doing this you shouldn't do this i put my phone to the side and, and turned on the recorder because i knew it it was gonna be a moment i was like let me let me record this because i know this is gonna get real emotional and i know i'm gonna use yeah. it as motivation moving forward and just like that, like within five minutes of me pressing record, they start telling me like I shouldn't do it, and you know the the, the doubts come flooding in, and then you know, but every creative at some point is gonna feel that like yo, people never gonna be jacking you, especially when it comes to that you being a, a creative full time. It's something that sounds taboo, like this is impossible, this can't happen, but you know you just have to use that as motivation and fuel to keep pushing. And uh, take it there. Yeah, it only takes one person to change the whole, yep. like, 
because I was telling this one girl, um, she, I was like, you know, I, I used to want to be a drummer when I grew up, like, because I used to watch Drumline, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a drummer. My mom was like, drummers don't make no money. Drummer is not a real job. So, like, right when she said that, I dropped it out of my mind, like, immediately. Yeah. And I was telling her, like, yo, like, if they, I, I wish at the end of Drumline, you know, instead of, you know, them just cutting it off, I wish they would have showed how he would have been able to make a job or a living, mm -hmm. you know, as a drummer. Because I feel like representation in movies like that to show like, okay, this is not just a, a, a activity that you do in school and then you drop it off right when you done like you can actually make a career and i was like if i would have seen that i would have been like no mom like he 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 makes he he's a drummer on tour for jay-z mm -hmm. he makes beats you yep. know it's just stuff like that to where you know you just get left with a question mark and family members like that they put in their own like inserts like oh yeah like he that's just something he did while he was at school he ain't making no money as no drummer and it's just so crazy because i'm just kind of like when my child grows up like i'm not going to i'm not gonna say nothing like that if you want to be a painter do great be a painter exactly like, uh-huh but i i it, it like that was like just family members with their opinions it is crazy hurtful like yeah like and i can only imagine because yeah i went to school too and um yeah it was like so what are you gonna do mm -hmm. what are you gonna do like yeah, <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> that question was on repeat for months what are you gonna do when are you gonna start working what are you gonna do and you're like damn i'm trying to figure it out man give me some time <laughs> like let me so what what are uh family conversations now at like thanksgiving do i just avoid the whole thing oh no now it's like like, like what city you going to next what's the next video <laughs> 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 and now it's like it's funny my, my biggest one of the biggest uh non-supporters in the beginning was my pop and now he you know he will sit in with me some days and watch me at it and I'm just like, look at this, man. From telling me that I shouldn't do this and I should get a job to now he wants to pull up on me and watch me edit one day, one night, and just, like, chill with me. And I'm just like, this is crazy. It's surreal. You inspire people, even if it's older than you. Like, even if they're older than you. I, I learned that before. Like, sometimes you got to show people, like, shit is real. Like, because all they know is 9 to 5. Exactly. Like, Sometimes you just got to be like, fuck that shit. I ain't, uh, whatever. And they like, yeah, she's going to fail. She's going to be back in the house in about six months. Watch yep. for it. They really be praying on your downfall. Yep. Like, that's the crazy thing about it. And then once you start doing it, it's like, yeah, bring your camera. Oh, my gosh, yeah. They, they worked with this person and yep. that person. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> And you like, please, I remember you two years ago, sir. <laughs> I remember all of that. <laughs> That's so real. All of that. Keep all that same ass energy, sir. <laughs> yo, for real. You see that shit from, from, from a second. Like, yo, you lying, man. You wasn't like that in the beginning, but 
So good as a part of the process. Yo, I'm glad that didn't deter you off your like journey and what you wanted to do. Like, I'm glad you ain't just hear that and be like, yeah, you right. Let me just go get the nine to five because y'all 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 gonna keep sitting here talking about me. Let me just go. I'm like so glad that you like pushed up against that and broke through that. Like, because yeah. you know your shit is needed in the world. Like. Yo shit brings me smiles. When I tell you that video that you shot in uh LA on the pier, that shit is crazy with the drone and everything and then how Rosie was behind y'all and she took the picture and then you zoomed in like that shit was crazy. <laughs> nah, appreciate as fuck. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think you understand. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep saying that that's that means everything. <laughs> You know, because when I, when, every time I try to put those, like, boomer vibe type videos, it's like, I want to, somebody's going to see the details. It might not be any, everybody. A couple people are going to see, like, the little things that I'm trying to do, you know, but I can't thank you enough. Yeah, <laughs> your shit is so crazy. I, yeah, I, like, literally, this is how I talk when I be, like, they be, like, they show me, like, a video or something of somebody. I'm, like, nah, my man Steve, let me show you. And they, like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the hell? And I'm, like, yo, like, he got fast, low, all these type of videos. Like, like he got them all. Like, he'll fuck up your mind with your video editing. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> I, like, your shit is really needed. Like, your shit is needed, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fan, I bro. Nah, I really, I super duper duper appreciate it. Like, now I want to go harder. You see, shit like this is what I gotta go even harder now. I got to. I got to. Man, I I promise you, you gonna start having films. You are gonna be like film director or whatever. I'll be in the editing room doing all that shit. Like, like when I tell you, like. This shit is meant for you. Don't never let up, bro. Nah, for sure, man. <laughs> Don't never let up. God got his plan with me. <laughs> yeah, man. You just got to stay focused and just be like, you know, let me learn something new. Let me just just stay inspired. Like, don't let nothing shake you up, bro. For sure. You too close to it. You too oh, close to it. I know. I be telling myself that too. Like, yo, just keep your head up and keep going. I have black. I try to have too close to it. On. You know, don't get too sad. Yeah, complacent. Just keep trying to get better, and, and you know, everything gonna play itself out with time. Dang. Yeah. All right, let me get back to these questions because I'm a whole lot sidetracking and shit. <laughs> let me get back. <laughs> All right, uh, what was the first big or like major artist that you like worked with with video? Um. Hmm. Yeah, the first, the first, the first. I want to say, I didn't know. Oh, I do remember two milli. Two, two milli. He's a rapper. Yeah, rapper right? two milli. He made um, milli rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, he was okay. A, he was a, <laughs> yeah, he's a creator of the milli rock, and I got to someone hit me up to um, shoot BTS for his music video, and I was like, no way. Like that was like my first, I'm you there. know, bigger artist, more budget. Um, so yeah, that was the first look. I remember that song. I'll Millie Rock on any. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I got it. 
Yeah, like what was your turnaround on on the old video? You stayed up all night. Oh you, yeah, you was like I gotta get this in. Oh yeah, when I first started out, like I had this like <laughs> I want to send it back tonight or by or by yeah. tomorrow morning. Like that was like my thing. Like I wanted to make sure the turnaround time is like right before they wake up. Because my favorite thing to do is like if I shoot somebody today, try to get them by mm-hmm. the next day in the morning, so they could wake up to it. And there's nothing better than waking up. And be like, yo, you done? Yeah, like I you want done? you to wake up to a fire video. <laughs> yo, that's crazy. So I, I wish. No, go ahead. No, that was, was the start the day off like that. So, like, how long, like, typically for, like, a music video or, like, a BTS, like, I know, like, you can't really say exactly how much time, but, like, how how long is usually, like, you spend on the edit nowadays? Because I know once you start knowing how to do everything, like, it starts getting quicker and quicker, but, at, like, it comes with time and learning. Yeah, so, 100%. When, when I first started out, it was, like, maybe, like, 12 hours, 14, when I first started. Then it got to, like, 8 hours, 7. And then now, <clears throat> I, I could probably punch one out. It all depends. On, if I'm if I'm locked in and I'm inspired, I can knock out an edit maybe in 2, 3 hours. Um, I try to keep around 3 to 5 hours because I might finish the edit pretty quickly, but I like giving it time mm-hmm. to breathe and then re-looking at it and then adding the extra, like, friend 
and she she was from Colombia and she had that voice that I was looking for. So I told her, yo, can you repeat this over and over again? And I took my audio recorder and she just kept saying, you're not entering a vibe, you're not entering a vibe. And then finally, like, I got the one I wanted. I threw some filters on it, had some effects on it, and then it became the intro. And that was it from that point. Yo. Yo, when I tell you, I said, can't nobody take this shit for you. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is your shit. And if I see somebody jack your shit, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> Like I said, ain't no way. Somebody ain't no way. Somebody tried it. Someone, someone, um, two people tried it. One person tried it, and I was like, called them out on it, whatever. Then the person, the second person, actually did the same thing, but 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 wrote, "You now entering a mood," and I'm like, "What?" Mm -mm. <laughs> it don't even. It don't even it go. Don't it don't even go. <laughs> Yo, when I said, like, that shit is epic, like, yeah, like, when I hear that, like, if I hear that and my back turned, I'm like, oh, that's a Steve video. Yeah. That's a, what, what Steve posted. Yeah. <laughs> like, that shit is epic, man. Yeah, man. That shit is crazy epic. Like, it's, like, I'm about to get back in fan mode, but it's just, like, the way your videos are set up, it's just, like, not, like, nobody else video. Like, you got the intro, you got the effects, plus the transitions, you got the music going on beats. Like, you, you know exactly what song to choose. Like, I think people don't understand how hard it is for people to choose songs that go with videos yeah. and when the transition but your videos is like so perfect with all three of those Not and it just makes you stand out i'm like yo i don't see nobody else with consistent content like yours like every single video you put out is hard in its own way now I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I don't you gassing me up. <laughs> we was on Zoom or FaceTime, and I'm dog. I'm like brown dog. <laughs> my <laughs> my cheeks is pink right now because now nah, that <laughs> that's yo. That oh man, I can't even put it into words how much that how good that feels. I appreciate that because I spent so much time on those like those three things you just mentioned, especially the locking in like the timing of the music and the mo like what's happening on the video like i want that to be so in sync that the viewers like bro how is this put together this perfect i i want the viewers oh, to like, question it like this is incredible like how is this this synced in so for you saying that ah oh, it's working it's working <laughs> Yeah, man, it's working. We we paying attention, all the creative people, and I know just the people that's looking at it. They like, okay, we moving next song, and then they just jamming while watching your videos. Like, yeah. that's the hard shit about it. Like, you jamming like while watching the shit, and then you walk rewatch it, you rewatch it, and it don't matter if you watch it three or fifty times. Like, you still jamming on the fiftieth time because it just go, it just go flow so well. Like, it's really you entering the vibe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like every single time, it's just like crazy. It's crazy. All your videos, man. Like, yeah, man. 
<laughs> but everyone listening too, if y'all ever watch a, a video, if you if you're a smoker and you get high, watch the video. If you're smacked, watch the video. Turn off the lights. Put it on a big screen and put the volume up so you can get the full like feel of it. I would go like that. Yeah, like because the because the because the phone really doesn't do the justice of the feeling. And you could get some some feeling, but when you watch it big with the lights off and the speakers up, is when you feel like the you just feel it in your heart. <laughs> I probably smoke one time once once a year, but I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have to whenever do you, that again on your YouTube channel. Yeah, whenever you do, <laughs> you be like, I gotta watch a couple of these videos like this because you're just gonna feel everything like the beat, the music, the the colors. I take a lot of time just making sure everything's colored properly, so it could be like I can. Yo, I'ma definitely check that out. I'ma definitely that I. Now that you say that, I know that shit do go hard. Yeah, that shit crazy. I'ma definitely have to check that out next time. <laughs> that shit crazy. So, have you ever thought like I know you like just in the beginning of like you know, coming into yourself and doing everything that you want to do. But have you have any thoughts about, you know, like putting out like a master class or like having kind of like one-on-one sessions with people that might want to learn one-on-one from you? Yeah, hundred percent. That's something that in 2021 is one of my goals is one creating tutorials, you know, like as simple as like, what is ISO, what is aperture, um, what is this? What is like the real rudimentary tutorials leading up to obviously the more expert level stuff. And I want to, you know, ideally when COVID when COVID uh, goes away and we and things go back to normal, um, have like once a month do a workshop class where I could like have ten to twelve creators sign up, maybe pay a subscription, and we could all link up and shoot together. And then we'll, I ran out of spot you know, and then run through my editing process, my workflow, how I dump footage, how I start an edit, what am I looking at in an edit? How do I do all my masking? Because I know I get that, I get those DMs frequently. Like, how do you mask? And how do you go to the phone? And, you know, and I don't mind teaching all that shit because, you know, all this knowledge is, is meant to be passed down anyway. So, yeah. But yeah, for sure, this year, once things get cleaned up, I want to definitely do um more classes for other creators yeah because i already know like people don't want to know they like yo what the fuck is he doing yeah. like how did he do what like and i know like it's so many people that just want to learn or whatever off of you and that's dope that you open to it because i know some people they just like nah nah i'm not gonna give give off my secrets like or whatever but that's dope because yeah, you just want to teach the next wave of creators. Of course, like I want the the younger the younger youth to be better than me, way better than me. You know what I'm saying? And the only way we can help that is like just giving away all the knowledge. Because with video and with all pieces of art, what people overlook is it's not the technique. The technique is super necessary, but it's more the creativity in your mind, and that you can't yeah. teach creativity. That just comes per person. And through experiences so that's where the real magic comes from is like you know wanting to do something a certain way and how you how you do it so technical is just like yeah. a spoon to eat cereal or to eat food 
Yeah, like, I be telling people coming up, like, especially, like, in the smaller pond, like, North Carolina, like, some people, they just be not wanting to, like, invite people. Like, if you got a concert and you know the artist and they like, yeah, you can invite whoever. Like, they kind of be skimpy with the stuff. And I I invite whoever is available. I'm like, yeah, come through. Like, if you want to get some shots, come through. And everybody always tells me, like, yo, like, you so giving. Like, I don't know nobody else like this. Like, they don't be want Like, everybody, when they get an opportunity around here, like, they don't never let none of us come and they be acting weird about how they get their sources about getting in and stuff. And I'm just kind of like, shoot, everybody picture is not going to come out the same. Like everybody angles, everybody, you know, lighting is going to be different. Everybody's going to edit different. Like, and it's just the fact that we all got to be in it together to be like, you know, uh, shoot, like, I'm going to give this person the opportunity because somebody gave, ultimately, me the opportunity. Yep. And you just got to pay it for it, and you really can't be stingy in this game because yeah. at the end of the day, like, people people go based off vibes, and they also see what you do for other people. Exactly. Like, and you never know that person that you might shit on. Like, they might be the big head boss or a big tour photographer out of nowhere and you gonna be like hey can i get in no yeah because <laughs> they gonna remember <laughs> that like <laughs> you gotta do people the way you want to be treated and that's just that's just how i go I like you 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 just gotta like you know you teaching people your secrets isn't they not gonna get the same image they gonna hear what you say and then put it into their version exactly. of it and people gotta understand that that you're not giving out your secrets. You're just teaching them basic tech, not like techniques and yep. stuff, which is, you know. And, yeah. they, and everyone has their... They just... Oh. Yeah. It's crazy. What was the uh, first concert you shot? First concert, I want to say... Well, I started, I started in this venue called SOBs in New York. And... Oh yeah, I heard. Yeah, I, I used to pull up to those a lot, like, like, like. So I, I did a whole bunch of like, like a shit ton of those. I would just come, pay the ticket, and wait for the artist to come out in the front row and just shoot it. And that's what my my first like like, my first uh, looks at a concert. And then from there, it, it it went from like different venues in New York, the Rolling Louds, and different tours and stuff. So, but it started from SOBs. Home. Have you ever had uh had have you ever had to sneak in somewhere? Yes and no. Funny enough, the the <laughs> <laughs> the rolling actually every rolling loud I well two of the two of the four I shot, there wasn't like enough wristbands with the artist, so my friend had to like put one on, take him out. I had to wait for him in the entrance, he would come back out, put it on me, I would come out and do this like super sneaking <laughs> but actually the, the 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 concert the concert I shot the baby was a sneaking. Oh rolling Yeah, out. that rolling out was, was, was it wasn't a sneaking, but it was like there wasn't enough bands, so I had to like wait for for them to get another band for me and that took some time. So but you know what I'm saying yeah that's it you gotta have persistence because that that rolling out really changed a lot for me because of that the baby video. That uh was definitely yeah a big moment. 
Because with him, the real goats, like, everybody reposted it. Yeah, man. When, when I seen the, the – when he, when the baby reposted it, it's funny because I didn't know he reposted it, but I knew something happened because my, my notifications started blowing up. So <laughs> what's going on? Like, I'm refreshing. There will be, like, 100 likes, 40 friend requests, like, 20 comments. And every time I refreshed, there was, like, 80 more likes, 50 more likes, 40 more likes. And I never see my Instagram going off like that. And I'm like, yo, what's happening? And I look, I look down his page and he reposted it on his story. And that, like, I gained like two, three thousand followers overnight. It was like crazy. Yeah, when I seen that he reposted, cause you know, the baby got his own video yeah, team. And so when I seen him repost somebody else's work, I said, oh shit, it might be hard. Let me go look at it. And I said, oh shit. I said, yeah, this definitely, like, real goats is, like, they shit dope. But I said, yeah, this definitely not no work or no real goats. Like, <laughs> I was like, that shit was crazy, crazy. Like, if y'all haven't seen it, definitely go check that video out. Like, that shit is hard. Like, yeah. 360 camera, everything. Like, that shit is hard. Yeah. Hard as I hell. appreciate you. Like, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's real crazy about that video is prior to that rolling loud i've been following this artist called cash bunny and she's my favorite video editor and she does she's from la she does these like snackable 15 second crazy edits um and she was the first one that introduced like that i've seen at least a 360 camera and she was using it for like not 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 an entertainment standpoint, which is like she was doing a different type of video, but it was with a 360 camera. And I was like, "Yo, if I use this type of camera, but in live shows, that's gonna revolutionize the whole game, because people aren't using the camera." Man. So I, I immediately I bought that camera and I was prepping for that rolling out. And when I went, I was like, "I just need to catch a pretty big artist with this." And I, the, the whole the baby thing happened, and 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 I never watched him live, but I known from previous videos that he likes to jump into the crowd a couple times per show. So I was like, I just gotta catch my opportunity when he jumps, and follow him with the 360 camera. And I, I might have a moment, and it worked out, you know, just like that. And I was I remember I was celebrating. I have footage of it. Once I like captured it. I was with Rosie actually too, and I was just super hyped. I was like, "Yeah, this is it! Like, I, <laughs> like I got it. This is gonna fuck it up. I already knew it." <laughs> but man, especially ahead thinking like that is what's gonna make you into a legend. Like the fact that you sat there and you seen her camera and you was like, "Yo, if I do this with live action." like live shows like that that's gonna be like i'm gonna be the first one like when i when i heard you just say that that's like me hearing like some like not herb Gotti, um jimmy i being like documentary shit where he was like yo if i work with dre and we do these beats by Dre, that's going to be some shit that, you know, nobody's going to touch because it's never been headphones by an artist like that. Yeah. 
like that's what's taking you to the next level you thinking outside the box because yeah like when i tell you i seen that and i was like yo this is just crazy as hell like crazy like like crazy when i, <laughs> I can't eat like like nah, I appreciate it, that shit is crazy as fuck like and yeah, like I said, like w- like when I first seen that shit, I DM'd you. I was like, yo, bro, like in the next few years, like you gonna be on some crazy shit. Like, yo, what the fuck? You gonna be on some crazy shit. Nah. That shit is hella hard. Nah. Like, hella hard. Like, I can't even wait for it, like, to see, like, bigger videos, bigger just whatever you got plan next like because i already know it's just gonna be still next level because everything you do is just like bigger and harder and what can i do to out top my last video you're not out topping anybody else videos but yours because you just like shoot i want it to be something different and every video is different from the last which is like which is inspiring because it's just like nothing is too alike like it's like even though you work with New York based artists, it's just like you give them all something different. Yeah. Like you don't just be like, okay, they, 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 they not like as big as such and such. Cause I, I, I do see some local videographers where they don't put a hundred and ten percent in their local artists. They just give them all the same thing. But if they work with bigger artists, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go 150%. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the I, I, I appreciate that because I'm like, every single time, like, it's consistent. Like, you're bringing it up every single time regardless of the fact. And you just, you see that you love the art of video editing and you getting into the different angles and what can I do now, what can I do next. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's. I mean, first things first. Thank you again. I'm not gonna stop saying it. No. I gotta keep saying it. You are, <laughs> you are making my whole fucking year. But <laughs> for real, I'm so grateful for you. But um, <laughs> oh, man. yeah, freaking the, the 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 goal is to like, and I think I heard this. I think Jay Jay Z said it in a in an interview. He was like, he doesn't try to make stuff better than people. He just try to make his music. And his album is better than his last piece of work, and I try my best to to follow that. Like I just want to make something that's be- that that I like, that I could look at, I could jump around and laugh to, and that I could say like, oh, this is better than my last video. Because if I keep trying to outdo myself, then I'm gonna keep getting better. If I try to outdo other people, there's no really outdoing other people because there's art is very subjective, and it depends on the person, you know, it depends on the people, you know, the person's perspective, their preference, what they're into. So I don't try to outdo other people. I just try to outdo what I'm doing and, and, and sharpening up the skills and make it even better and cooler and more mind blowing for the viewer. Um, but, um, and, and on top of that, I love working with local artists more than bigger artists because I feel like it's more fulfilling helping someone from the ground up than someone that's already, you know, rich, famous and all that other stuff. 
So I don't even like working with big artists. Like I'm, I, I try my best to like have like two, three, two, three artists that I really, really believe in, and yeah. really trying to push them to that next level, because it's just gonna feel a lot better when they make it compared to like me working with like you know a Wayne, a Drake, a Travis, a Kendrick. Yeah, and y'all go back and y'all like, yo, you remember we first shot this yeah. video? We was such and such. We got on the train. We did this, that, and the third. Like, yeah. you just, you know, I understand the feeling. Yeah. That's dope. My last question of the night: what, what do you, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Yeah, next five years, definitely rich, but. Uh, <laughs> But um, <laughs> yo, like I, I, you know, but aside from that, it's really building, it's building my brand to a point that it's like you know, almost like I try to I try to learn from the the, the Cole Bennett business model, in the sense of like having a, a, mm-hmm. a brand, having merch, having events, having like something that you could create your own pillars, and uh, mm-hmm. that's. That's where I see it, man. Like Steve Moss is gonna be like the the, the the brand, but under that is gonna be merch. I'm gonna do live. I'm gonna try to do my own tours and shows, uh, my own content series, and just events, you know, like all around. And then from there, just keep creating the pillars and and establishing a brand to bring other creatives in and and building from there. <laughs> batch of shirts coming through because i missed the first batch i know soon i got the i, I might re-release the ogs maybe because i keep getting hit up about those and i'm gonna I'm definitely do like two more colorways i'm gonna try to do this honestly yeah. so yeah i need me one of them man. i'm gonna think early yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm gonna pre-order it and everything like yeah get it to me but man i appreciate you for sitting down with me and just talking like i've been waiting for this interview i have all my questions ready and everything like i'm i'm glad that i got to talk to you hear your story and i i hope that um somebody leaves this podcast feeling inspired and just taking some advice and just inspiration from it to where they apply it to their lives and just be like okay like I got to keep going harder, but I I really appreciate you for sitting down and taking the time out your day uh, just to talk to me, man. Oh, thank you again. It's been an honor. I'm grateful for you, for the love and support and the realness. And for everyone out here listening, for all the youth, people of peers, any, any, any age group, whatever you do, go for your dreams, go for your goals. It's a marathon, not a race. You know what I'm saying? Even though family might put you down, friends might put you down, whoever could put you down, keep going for your dreams for sure because dreams do come true. And, yeah, keep pushing. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Hopefully we get to link up one of these days. I've been trying to catch you and Rosie one of these days in either New York or L.A., man. Hopefully we get to link up one of these days. But I just appreciate you for coming through. Hopefully we um. We we gotta do like a updated episode after this whole corona thing get over to see how your life is after this whole COVID situation get over. Nah, sounds good. Let's do it. I'm always down. All right, man. Well, you have a good night. And like I said, I appreciate you for coming through, man. Get it.
Get a picture of me rolling. Hi. They hate <laughs> We in here. Hello. Oh, now, nah, Steve, go ahead. Uh, Shout out all your Instagrams and everything so they can follow For you. Sure. At Steve Wells. Steve M U E L Z. At Steve Wells throughout all my socials Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Clubhouse, everything. Get it. All right. all right, man. I appreciate you again. You have a good night, man. And this has been Black Shadows Podcast. We were live with Steve Moyles. It was a great conversation. Um, Man, just inspirational, man. Like, that man has, like, a crazy future. Like, just to know that he started at the end of 2018 and came up and where he's at now like it's only the beginning so y'all y'all need to go ahead and follow my mans and just see his evolution over the next couple of years because when i tell you he's gonna be doing crazy videos he's gonna be doing videos and building his brands and you know i gotta get me one of them t-shirts but go ahead and follow my mans i appreciate him so much for coming on the show this has been journey stevens with Black Shadow Podcast. I appreciate y'all. Till next time.